Today's episode is sponsored by The Slaughtered Lamb, a place to enjoy a good pint, play some chess, or a game of darts. But don't ask about the five-pointed star on the wall. We're also sponsored by the film See You Next Wednesday. The star-studded film from Universal Studios is coming soon to a theater near you. When visiting, ask for Babs to get 20% off your ticket. Now let's fire up those time circuits. Set it to 1981 because today we're traveling back in time to revisit American Werewolf in London. My calculations are correct. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious shit. another episode of 88 miles per hour podcast i am your host santos and as always i am joined by ready morales almost done <laughs> welcome back that's right oh you should have did a howl instead <laughs> episode. there you go that's right ladies and gentlemen for those of you who are waiting we are doing an american werewolf in london yes right This episode was postponed a little bit because a lot was going on in our lives. But for oh my Freddy, god! Uh, yeah. yeah, I actually ended up posting. So I don't know if Freddie has some scary stories. So at some point, you know, we'll we'll, <clears throat> we'll focus maybe an episode on that where he can share. But I posted some crazy paranormal stories, and that was because during that time frame, well, one thing uh, for Freddie, uh, I told him uh, I threw out my back and it sucked oh dude i know bro oh i'm sorry dude did you get uh did you get your sana sana colita de drana <laughs> hell yeah i that got works. that from the hospital better dude <laughs> yeah oh, well, that, that's all it is but no nah, dude like seriously like like right now uh, i what i'm doing just sitting down i couldn't i couldn't even uh, do that like welcome it, to my world welcome sucked, to my dude. world you're gonna enjoy the ride oh it's my gonna God. be a painful one I'm, I suffer from back. I suffer from back pain, bro. It's because I was an editor for ten years, so I always sat oh, my ass down. Oh, because of all your sitting, huh? It's sitting down, and, and and my eyes are getting shot, bro. Oh my god. Yeah. My eyes are like even worse. I went to Mexico this past week because it was the only show that devotional the Depeche Mode experience from Hollywood had for <laughs> for 2020. So yeah, man. I needed to read some small print and then my glasses broke. And dude, it was the trip for <laughs> hell for my eyes. It was so weird. They're like, wait a minute, how old are you? I'm like, you know what, man? I'm old enough to have screwed up eyes now. That's why I'm old. <laughs> you know, mira Mr. Gahan, no puede mirar. You know, look at him. <laughs> you don't have to look at us. I know. <laughs> it sucks, bro. It's so, dude, it's, it's embarrassing. There was a small print on this passport information because all this covid stuff i just feel yeah out. The print is so small my glasses aren't even they suck they, I, I have to go get them fixed again or get yeah and dude it was like i had to tell the lady and then i asked the lady excuse me senora este 
¿me puede usted ayudar con esto? No puedo yo leer. She was like, what? No, I cannot do that. Come on, read for me. Please, I need help. I need to get the fuck out of here. I want to go back home. <laughs> stuck. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to get stuck here. Nobody, nobody, I was like, you know, nobody wants to touch you or anything. Like, like please you. help somebody. Please, por favor, señora, por favor, I, I need to get out. <laughs> okay, okay. I was saying, you like Depeche Mode? Okay. Enjoy the silence. And she was, oh, okay, okay. I, oh, you're a singer. Ahora sí, ahora sí, ¿verdad? Sometimes I have to break that out, dude. I'm like, hey, I'm a singer. Oh, yeah, we'll sing. Oh, let's see. And then they sing Prisoner of Jesus. They're like, all right, dude, welcome to America. I'm like, damn. <laughs> They're like, oh, you know, that's you, nice. <laughs> you don't want my Sign passport? Them in. Let them in. Pass them through. <laughs> you don't want my passport? Oh, I just sang. All right. Cool. Just let them. <laughs> it's the Mr. Muy de Gahan right here. Oh, dude, yeah. So I'm sorry that you're back. You know what? Just you got to take care of it. dude. You got to do stretches. These stretches, dude. Who has time for stretches? I don't have time for stretches, but you have to do them. And no yeah. For you. And you know what? You're younger than me, so I'd recommend you do them now because when you mm -hmm. get to my age, because 50 is going, hello, peekaboo, I'm right here. Yeah, and that's why, like, I, for, because I wanted to record before you took off to Mexico, but, excuse me, I just, I couldn't sit down. Like, I wanted to record the day where it went to hell, where I had to go to the hospital. Oh. That was the day where I was like, I wanted to record that day. And I couldn't, so I was like, damn. So as I'm trying to heal, you were gone at that point when I felt okay. So I was like, all right, you need to put an episode. But, you know, for the fans, Mr. Freddy Morales here was, he, like you mentioned earlier, he was in Mexico. So how did that go, man? How was the show? Well, dude, it's so, it's so, I wanted to share this with you because traveling during this COVID pandemic has taught me. I got to LAX. <laughs> well, yeah. I was supposed to leave Thursday, so I get to LAX early flight. Our flight was at five o'clock, so we get there two hours before. LAX looks abandoned. I never thought that I would see LAX like that. It was like, that's weird, man. <laughs> I was like, like, like you see, there? like the hay bills or whatever. Those yeah, things yeah, are, like the the. the yeah. I forget what those are called. It's just all empty. The hay, yeah, it's just you see those things, and um, you know, the airline. I, I went to the airline. We checked in. Um, everybody's like social distancing. They didn't check my temperature inside the airport, which I kind of find weird. And then I went through check, check, you know, the, the whole, the whole, the whole checkup, you know, from head to toe. They didn't oh, so check they, didn't, they didn't even check your temperature? No, that was so weird. I was like, okay. So I walk in through that. Then I go to the airline. Then did I get a checkup there? It's like later on, some guy was like, hey, I'll come check you. Just pull your pants down. I got to do it through the butt. Because <laughs> Trump, like, Trump said that this is a new regulation. I got to look at your asshole. It's like, just like the babies, you know, they take your temperature. <laughs> exactly. Like the, I got to, you got to stick it up there. But I'm like, oh my God. No, it's a, so, honestly, that's the best way to get the temperatures <laughs> through the butt. That's why they have you check yeah, your babies. Exactly. I, like exactly. I, I hated my mom with that thing. I'm like, man, don't come over on with them. Um, no, I'll be quiet. I got to check your temperature. He's like, no, ma, así no. No, 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 así no me gusta, madre. No, no. <laughs> so guess what? So we get to the terminal, we, yeah. get to our, we get to our gate, and everybody is scrambling around, and I'm hearing these people are like, oh, they canceled it. They canceled it. Que la cancelaron. Que, que la cancelaron. They canceled it. Well, I'm like, what? Wait, Who canceled what? what? What's going on? And yeah. then the, the lady's in the mic. She's like, excuse me, please. Um, 
cancel for everybody. She didn't even know how to talk English. I was like, come oh. on, man. It was like, come on. And she's like, okay, este vuelo está muy cancelado. No tenemos otros vuelos. Y se están, ya están chingados todos. Se fregaron todos. Muchas gracias. Bye-bye. <laughs> everybody, uh, no tickets, no cancel, uh, cancellation. You fucked up. We fucked up. Everyone fucked up. Goodbye. <laughs> Oh, that was it, dude. And then I'm like, I'm like, oh my God, this is crazy. So I, I immediately texted our promoter who is like just waiting for us. And then, yeah. I, and then I texted him. I said, dude, there's no flights coming out. There's no second. And he was like, oh my God, then just let me figure it out. So we left the airline that Thursday night. We came yeah. home, I came back home. Then the next day he got a flight from us from Volaris. Volaris. Much more better, better air uh, airline there, Airbus, whatever the fuck that yeah. was. So we get in that, and we get to the airline, and yeah, they did check for for uh, our temperature. So walking into the their uh, gate into the plane, you know, you walk in, and and uh, I was able to uh, sit in a window. I like I like I like sitting next to the window. I like to see where I'm going. Yeah, <laughs> and. and uh, and then getting into Mexico, bro, we walked in. There was two federales there, you know, like soldiers. They checked our temperature. And then you walk in and then you have, they give you this form where you're saying, you know, where, where were you last and how many people were you with, blah, blah, blah. You fill that out and you just give it to them. Then I went to my, then I went, this was, dude, this was day of show. So let's see, Friday. Yeah, Friday night we left. So we got there early morning, Saturday morning. Mexico time, two heads of two hours ahead of us too. So I only slept like probably five hours in the plane. Yeah. No, not even five hours in the plane. What am I talking about? It's only a three-hour flight. <laughs> no, but it felt because I was the plane really landed and they just like no, let him, yeah, like, let him, hey, sleep. let him. Oh, it's an emotional day. Hey, let him sleep, man. Let him sleep. Correct. He's got That's a okay. he's, he's got an important show today. <laughs> like, so, dude. So I get to Mexico and yeah, everything's clean, cleaner than LAX, bro. Everybody's cleaning. Like everywhere I looked, everybody's cleaning. If you, your hand wiped on something, so was someone there cleaning. I was like, oh my God, this They're is just crazy. following you the whole time. Yeah, I was like, oh, are you my own personal? Yeah, I am your own personal cleaner. I had my own personal cleaner. Yeah. Dude, it was craziest, the craziest, oh, cool. it was the craziest trip because I, I, as soon as I landed, we went to her hotel, slept for four hours, got out of there at one o'clock, went to the venue, did sound check. Uh, we ended up doing sound check till like four or five o'clock. Then I was able to rest. Doors opened at 7.30. The show started at 8.30. Then I did the show, two hours. Then after yeah. that, we went back to the hotel, slept for, I got eight hours sleep, got up, went directly to the airport, got into the plane, and I was back in LA Sunday by 4.30. All right, on. Anyways, back okay, to the well, movie. Well, before well, actually, before we get to, <laughs> to the movie, we gotta do a, let, let's do a little uh, special tribute here. Yeah. Uh, let's let's de- we're gonna dedicate this episode also, but um, Freddie lost someone special to him. Oh yeah, thank you for for yeah, my Sammy, my Sammy. I rescued him ten years ago. Mm. Was he was nine years old when I got him, so he passed away at 18, 19 years old. Nineteen years of his life with. Damn. With me. So, yeah, he was... Um, He's an old doggy. Yeah. In the last month, he was getting tired, and I noticed um, yeah. that he was getting weaker, and and I didn't want him to suffer. And it was just seeing him deteriorate just kind of just, you know. 
So yeah, I lost my best friend. I miss him very much. He's, we, him and I were always together. We were always, I'm here in the studio, so he's always here. Good family, uh, Pat too. I mean, he got to spend his life with my mom, my parents, my nephews, my friends. So Sammy had a really good life. He got to get to see a lot of things. And I never had him on a leash. I never liked putting anything on him because he was so yeah. like, just, he looked like a, and cause, and he was so loyal. He, he was so like, just, he respected me. I respected him too as a dog. And that's a beautiful relationship that you have with, with a pet, that loyalty and respect and love. And that's what I had with Sammy. So I have another dog here, Furby. He's, you know, his compadre, he, younger. He also spent a lot of time with him. And uh, yeah, it just feels weird not having him around. I know he's here. I have his picture <laughs> here yeah. in the studio and all, and I'm still waiting for him to come home. His, you know, after that. And uh, but yeah, it's it's. I think about him every day. I wake up <clears throat> and he's not here, so I'm like, well. And then I just kind of just have my coffee and remember the times of. I still find his hair. He was just, you know, very just a lot of hair you know he's yeah. an australian australian shepherd i find his hair once in a while so well i have from chicano shuffle um i have it says sorry to hear about your your buddy sammy we are horrified podcast it says sorry to hear this sending you much love oh. so, we, so we had some when i posted uh the image about you know your dog your your, your we got your post out there with you thank you very sammy. much and after yeah, that, you know. and sorry guys that I, I wasn't on social media. I kind of just that day was like, well, of course, didn't... man, you, you I, lost <laughs> your friend, bro. Like, yeah, I didn't want to be 19 on... years, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't want to be with, I didn't want to be on social media. I kind of wanted to grieve my dog's passing because he was my best friend. And today yeah. I still, I still have, this is the first stream since his passing. It's been what, two weeks since he's gone. So I feel better. I feel kind of like, yeah acknowledging he's not here he's in a much better place than we are you know and, and that's why i look at it and i have a a lot of beautiful memories i'm glad i took a lot of pictures videos that i can just look back and and kind of feel his energy because he had such a good energy he made me a better person too like he was just like why are you getting pissed off Freddie? come on just relax <laughs> that was Sammy. I would get pissed. I would get pissed off of something would piss me off or whatever. And I would just look at his face and now it just melt me with like, just, he was had just cute face, his big button nose. And that was it. I was just like, Oh, and then we would hug it out and I would forget. And we would just, <laughs> yeah. And I would go on with my life. So to Sammy. So, so yeah. So there you go. This episode is dedicated to Sammy the, in the uh, memory of Mr. Sammy. Yes, thank you. Sir. That thank good you dog. Much. All right, man. Well, now let's get into another uh, talking about another animal. This time it's a werewolf, a scary dog. This is yeah. Freddie's pick right here. So I'm going to let him start it off. But for this week, his pick was an American werewolf in London. So I'm going to pass the mic over to Freddie and he's going to introduce us to this film, man. Yes, an American werewolf in London release date August twenty first of nineteen eighty one. Who the year 11. I was born? Yes, you were born, and I was. I don't know. I saw it at a theater. I probably saw it a year after or two years after. I don't know. But this movie was released in eighty one, and director John Landis, yeah, who uh, is a huge director, is well, the creator behind this. Yes, Bill. for those of you that who know John Landis, this guy directed one of the greatest 
college comedies out there. He did freaking Animal House. He also did the Blues Brothers. He did freaking um, what was it called? God damn it, um, I can't even think of it right now. Eddie Murphy, where 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 he's uh coming to coming America. to America. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't even think of it, but yeah, so, coming so, to America. Yeah. yeah, so this guy has a great sense of humor. So he also so did combined. Yeah, so so listen, man. This guy is amazing. This guy mm -hmm. you know, created a horrifying horror film with comedy. Yeah, and that's what I that's what I enjoyed it about when I was a kid and watched this. And it stars uh, David Newton, and he was the uh, he's David, the main character, and uh, what was his other? And his buddy, his best friend. Uh, yeah, Jack. It was by yeah. Griffin Dunn. Yeah, there you go. Yes. Yeah. If was, you guys uh, are fans you know, these... of uh, This Is Us, uh, he plays the the brother uh, to uh, to Jack, the little brother. Oh, actually, he plays another Jack. <laughs> but yeah, like that's what that's why we were we noticed him, huh? Nikki. Yeah, is that his name? Yeah, his name is Nikki. So it's a it's a good show. So that's why we're like, oh, what the hell? So if you're, you know, he he was on there. So yeah, there's a there's a bunch of peeps in this movie. Uh, also, too, the nurse. Alex, played yes. by Jenny. For horror fans, she plays uh, the mom in uh, Child's Play 2. Horror fans, that. not horror fans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, horror. Yeah, horror, not horror. Horror, not horror. I know horror. I said it weird. And then uh, there's a little a bit part here. If you guys are fans of Drop Dead Fred, you know, or the young ones, uh, what is it, Rick Mayall? Uh, yeah, he, he's in this movie. So if you've ever seen uh, Drop Dead Fred, he's Fred. He's in this film. Yeah. So this is about two American college students who go walking on a Britain tour, backpacking Britain. Yeah, there you go. They go backpacking. to this small town, backpacking. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I've been watching these these guys who really do that. It's pretty entertaining. They just take a camera and a backpack and they go to everywhere. And they, all they do is have a, you know, they pay for stuff on their cards and it's just crazy so yeah this yeah. is kind of like what these guys are doing They're yeah. backpacking they go into this strange town and they find out there's this curse and there's these werewolves and all that and they're like oh they get freaked out and then they well, split out they don't that. really find out there's a curse they're just curious about the star on the wall oh, and it's exactly, not in, yeah. yeah so they don't even know there's a curse but these people mm. obviously know something's up but the moment they yeah. ask about it they get all stupid and tell them to get the hell out of there and even at least the lady the bartender's like yeah you can't let them leave like she starts getting worried so they still don't tell them and once they leave the the, the one stupid bald guy yeah. who's an asshole he's like ah you know god it, it, let it be in god's hands now like like everyone else is like, no, man, it's murder. Like you can't do that. Like what's going on? And yeah, nope, they yeah. just freaking they just let them go off on their own. So they're off on their own, and they're hearing all these weird. Just imagine. I mean, I've been out in the wilderness. I've been out there camping and all that. And it gets freaky when there's no life around you, and you start hearing creatures around you as you're walking down this dark path with your best friend. And all of a sudden, you hear this sound of a wolf and you're like man that's that that's 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 sounding really close here man what's going on and wow see best friend gets caught i gotta say though i love the howl of the wolf that yeah. howl sounds amazing like it's scary though like that's the thing like i just it's love huge anytime. it's a huge howl yeah and and it's cool like here it says it's a mixture what did what did it say i had it right here um god damn it it's gone 
But I actually have the trivia where it said it was a mixture of a bunch of animals and it sucks now. Now it's missing. Oh, oh wow. Interesting. You know, yeah. back in the 80s, I mean, there's one thing too about this film, the way it was filmed. The good, yeah. look, the good thing is that the Americans and the Brits, we got together to make this film. So that was interesting because me as a kid, I've never been to London. So I was able to see these two American dudes. Yeah. And I get to see London in a big screen with a wolf. So I was like, hey, this is cool, man. And these guys are English and these guys are American. All right, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of a very historic, you know, like you're learning how to travel and all that. But that's, you know, what this movie's about. Yeah. Well, I and was yes. reading that like they they didn't, I, I was he had to get permission in order to film in that area, the Piccadilly, uh, Piccadilly Circus or whatever area, like like where they didn't um, want to first give him uh, permission to film there because, you know, it's an it's like, I guess, an American crew and all this and that. So he literally just said, all right, that's fine. You know what? All I'm going to do is just change the title to an American werewolf in Paris. And right away, they're like, no, 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 no. And they gave him the, the OK, the permits to film. So he was threatening right. to go somewhere else. And, and London was like, or, the you know, the, they're like, yeah, 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 please film here. So they gave him the permission. Of course. You know, I like the fact that these American <laughs> directors filmed a lot of their scary films out in London, like another film that was filmed in london oh god i just had it right now what's going on in my head right? i just had the title what's going on in the air <laughs> seriously like I, i'm like i had it set like because i I, w I wanted to tell you like the mixture of like what sounds they use to make the werewolf yell but i right, thought right. like it was it was it was cool like the way because you know the thing about this movie they don't waste any time like the oh, movie starts, starts already off. with them in Ooh. London. It's not them in the <laughs> United States talking about like, hey, we're no, going go to go there London already. planning the trip. They are there. Exactly. And they get dropped off. And right away, it's just them walking, talking for like a few minutes. <clears throat> and they're, they get already get to the bar. And the bar right. already seems weird. Because the moment you see the, the sign. Pub. It's a British yeah, pub. There. Yeah, it's a pub. And it says the slaughtered lamb. Like already that looks scary. So imagine, yeah. you know. Uh, you and I backpacking somewhere in an area that we don't know nothing about. And we see this sign. The sign alone is scary because even, you know, his buddy Jack is like, I don't know, like what the hell kind of sign is that? And, you know, David's like, no, 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 don't worry about it. We'll be fine. And they exactly. go inside. But see, that's, that's the adventure of backpacking, backpacking. You don't know. You just pack your stuff and you're out there and you yeah. make those decisions. And that's what these guys were like. Oh shit. We're seeing some crazy stuff already. You know, what is that? And, you know, but yeah, you're right. The movie starts right away. Yeah, they don't right. waste any time because right away they're in there. You see the scary star, you know, all these guys. And the moment they ask and they get the hell out of there, they're walking. And not too long after, boom, they get attacked by the wolf. And that's what right. I like. Like, they don't waste any time. Like, right away, we're going to give you this. Like, I feel like this movie, even though it was about like an hour, it was an hour and 45 minutes long it doesn't feel that way. Like, because it's, because they get to everything pretty quickly and, well, yeah, and they focus. Go on. No. Yeah. They focused on David, the guy who didn't get killed. Yeah. And it was about him transforming into a wolf. And that's, what's cool about this film. The back then the effects were incredible what they were using. You know, it's like when he got a flashback, when his best friend came from the dead, he was like, Whoa, he's at the hospital. He sees him again. He was like, why am I seeing, hey, man? And he's all, you know, just, just he looks like he's, you know, just massacred from this wolf. Yeah. And he's talking to him saying, hey, man, you know, um, and, you're see, alive and I'm dead. 
And that's what's cool because it's like, all right, look, check it out. I just, I did, you know, I did that special episode that I mentioned about that. We were going to do a bonus episode, a sci-fi episode. And I did Alien versus Predator, me and my son. And the thing about that movie, the title says Alien versus Predator. So you're going in with the expectation of seeing these two fighting each other. It takes 54 minutes for them to finally fight each other. Almost an hour into the movie, what? Where you finally get the title of the movie, and I, and that's with this movie, an American Werewolf in London. Like right away, like within, like I think the first, like uh, probably ten minutes already, you yes. see a werewolf attack. And what I love is like after the fact, to get to the main scene when he finally transformed to the werewolf. In between those, they give you some crazy effed up crap, man. Because his nightmares are effing crazy. Like, oh, yeah. They're blown away. Like that one part, he's in the movie theater. They go into... No, no. Is that... I'm getting kind of mixed. But, no, no, the but movie yeah. theaters where, where he actually... No, like... Oh, right, one, right. oh, no, with the nurse. With the nurse, right? Is that the dream he has with the nurse? Well, he has one where the, the he's like in, in bed in a woods... And and then oh, the yes. nurse is there, and then he yes. opens his face, his eyes, and it's like all oh, scary. Like he has big ass yellow monster face and teeth. Right, right. And then right. there's another dream where he's freaking at home with his parents, and these like Nazi monsters come out of nowhere and start shooting up <laughs> his dad, and they like freaking kill his brother and sister, and like it's freaking nuts. And then they slight slit his throat, and then when he wakes up, like you know, you get all these in between things to keep you like interested because <laughs> it takes a while for them to bring back the wolf back this so is while, go on no no go ahead finish it i was just gonna say it, it, it so as you're waiting for him that to show the werewolf again they're gonna keep you entertained especially with his buddy who keeps visiting him as the <laughs> undead to tell him hey kill yourself kill yourself kill yourself exactly. that's all he does is tell him and i like that because it's like and every time and every time he saw him he, he was deteriorating even more he's like dude what happened it was like oh yeah i lost my he was he was a part yeah. of his body it was just you know what that's what kept the movie scary because you kept seeing this creepy guy who's deteriorating as he's, he's a dead corpse but yeah. he's still kind of you know uh, it's just amazing yeah just think of it this is a great film as far as the time that they use you're saying it's an hour and a half look how much stuff went in an hour and a half the, yeah exactly. very well scripted very well put together very well edited and mm -hmm. it just gets to the point to where you, you get to the end of the movie you're like man i gotta see it again man because there were so many things happening and to yeah. this day i kind of i'm gonna i haven't seen it I'm just going, to, I wanted to go with memory because I want to see it with my girlfriend tonight. Yeah. It was one of those. And see, I still can remember, I saw it with my brother at, at, at one of those movie theaters that played Dos Por Uno. Ah, oh, nice, nice. <laughs> the two for one movies. I think it was this one. It was this movie and one of the Omen movies. So it was like a double hor horror movie. Yeah. You know, like 50 cents to go in there and then. It was crazy. It was good times, you know. So before, that that was uh, your, media. that was like your first real like. Yeah. That was the first time you remember. Like that's your memory of this film. So let's let's talk yeah. about that. Let's talk about our memories about this movie when we were kids. Because this, you know, this is 1981. So uh, you said 11. you saw you saw it in a double feature. You said with your brother. Yes. 
Yeah, I was the. I'm the oldest. Uh, my brother. Uh, I'm the oldest. What he's what, Wait, years? you were yeah, the years. oldest, and you saw with your brother. You so how old was he? <laughs> Dude, so I, uh, that's what I'm saying. I don't know if the movie. I don't. I didn't see it in release date. Maybe it came out a year after. But I was. I was yeah. probably twelve or thirteen. Okay, my brother was nine or ten. And he would always hang out with me and our yeah. friends in the neighborhood. You know, back then, man, it's like, hey, let's get some quarters. Your parents are like, all right, mijos, just yeah. be back by dinner. And we would do whatever we wanted. So one of those things were to go to a double feature movie. Of course. And it was when in Southgate. I lived in Southgate. And there was one called <laughs> yeah. Los, Los, Los Pinos on Long Beach Boulevard and Southern. <laughs> right on. Okay? Yeah. It's not there anymore. I passed by there, dude. It's gone. They bulldozer. Uh, gone bro does that break your Los heart Pinos when your childhood is, yes. like, locations are gone you know, i have that you know why? like that that was the first no that was the first yeah that was the first stage that i performed as a like i was singing i was doing duran duran and <laughs> mr was, duran duran right here hungry like yeah, the wolf I, there you go <laughs> and there was a talent contest and it was held there so you know okay it was a movie theater and then they use that as a theater so it was cool. They used it for, you know, the church used that for their talent show. So as part of yeah. it. So to see, to see it bulldozer down. And I saw a lot of the horror movies there. It was either Los Pinos or the Allen Theater on Tweety Boulevard in Mile. And mm. it's still there, dude, but they don't, it's not even open. Yuri's Records and the Quarter is still there and open. Yeah. The theater, so those were my two 80s movie theaters that I would go to see. Uh, I cool, saw uh, the Living Dead. At uh, the Allen Theater, I saw, I saw uh, the Evil Dead mm. at the Allen Theater too, and and so many of them. So, yeah. That's so I remember cool. the, this film watching in in the big screen. It was very scary too. And then yeah, there was like, of course, there was some sex, like some sexual stuff on there. And yeah, there there's was, some there's boobies in this movie. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's a porn film in this film. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, whoa, and 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 not having my parents there was just like you know. But me being though, I was like, we were just like kind of like, well, well, we're watching it be kind of. But we, then we just moved on. And you you were like around eleven, and your brother was younger, and you seen you guys. What are you guys doing? Uh, what are you guys doing? Hey, you're not yeah, eating popcorn. You're not even pop. I'm gonna tell my mom you're not even popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> now we were good. We're, we were good kids. We were good kids. We were just very good kids. Thanks to our parents, but yeah, because we had the freedom to go anywhere and then come back. But yeah, that film. It was so weird, bro. Like in the '80s, they're like, they didn't ask you maybe because we looked older or we were hanging out with older kids or yeah, we knew the theater. You know, I ended up knowing the theater, the manager of the theater, and. He knew we were good kids, and he would let us in and then give us free popcorn. It was crazy, bro. It was good times those time, those days. There was video games in the in the theater too. So, dude, we would just hang out at the movie theater. You know, we would watch two features and then play some video games, have some more popcorn, and split. And then by the time we it was dinner time back in you know back in mom's my parents' house. Yeah, that was the eighties, the good old eighties. Yeah, for me, like the my introduction to this film. When I first like it came, it came into my life was we I don't know how the hell we had stuff like this but we had a bunch of Betamax tapes and like oh my god but Beta. they weren't the original like like they were like as if my parents recorded off of stuff or whatever so we had because John Landis directed Thriller okay. and we had a making of the making of Thriller on a, on a cassette tape. 
And on the cassette tape, you know, obviously you get the full video, but it, the before part is all John Landis, you know, Michael Jackson talking, the effects and makeup, blah, blah, blah. Well, right before that part starts, we had like the making of American Werewolf in London. So for me, that's how I was introduced to this movie was seeing that. And they showed a lot of the end scene, like where, you know, the stupid detective that doesn't want to believe anything, that asshole detective. And then when he's like, <laughs> everybody stand back. And then David as the werewolf lunges out, bites oh, his head I off. Love it. That was oh, a badass scene. Like that was, like, that was scene, in man. the cassette tape. So at, as a little child, like four four or five years old, I was seeing that, like, and that's how I knew wow. of the movie, you know, like, and then as I got older, this movie would always be on TV and stuff, but, you know, they would edit yeah, out the true. nudity and stuff like that, but this is one of those movies that was always on TV, but for me, like right. I said, I was probably four or five when I was first introduced, not to the whole movie, but what the movie was, that there's this guy who goes to London and he turns into a werewolf. That's all I knew. And the scenes that they would show and the making of how they did the effects. I thought that was amazing, you know? So Dude, it's an American was... werewolf. I don't know if it would have worked out for the Mexican werewolf in London. <laughs> How would we, that you sound? And I, dude, <laughs> we, you and I have to produce that film, dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> un, un lobo mexicano en Londres. <laughs> See, it, dude, it even sounds good. Un dude. lobo. <laughs> un, <laughs> un lobo mexicano en Londres. <laughs> uh, and it, it would be like, like say you're about to start tra transforming, right? You're the you're the guy, you're the me the Mexican in London turning, and I'm yes. like, I'm, I'll you're just my, be the you're my best friend. I, I, I'm like, hey, what, <laughs> yeah. We go, we have tacos. Ours would, would be like in Mexico City eating tacos, and they're like, hey man, you, you gotta, gotta you, you wanna have the best tacos? You gotta to go to this to this village out there and then you and i backpack we go to find this place and we find this weird place and we they're like hey where's the tacos hey, there's no tacos here hey eh? what are you doing over here you guys had the good tacos where are the tacos there's pretty there's only wolves here what are you doing over here <laughs> they're like hey, you know you gotta go get out of here like get, get out of here <laughs> and, then, and then our adventure starts bro that would be hilarious bro that would be hilarious yeah they're like it's just like when... be the chupacabras. i was like hey where's the wolf i am the chupacabras <laughs> then i have to change it like stay on the road te dije stay on the roadway <laughs> like, i don't want <laughs> oh my god un mexicano y el chupacabras <laughs> in mexico <laughs> Oh man, yeah, but yeah, it wouldn't work, dude. They wouldn't give us the billions of dollars that this movie got. No, how many? No. Movie, well, how, how much movie? How much? All right, well, let me let me do Quanto right. dinero? the budget uh, was dinero? five point five point eight million, and the boxes oh, was sixty two wow. million. Uh, that. That's what it made. So it was. I mean, this it's obviously at the time it was a massive hit. Uh, By the for, way, the soundtrack. The soundtrack is so American too. Yes, the soundtrack. Uh, let me see. Where does it? They play uh, the music. Here cool we go. So it, obviously yes. they they play Bobby Venton's slow version of Blue Moon. Uh, yeah. It plays actually during the opening credits. Uh, sounds Van so beautiful in the big screen. Uh, it just sounds so. You got to see in the big screen, bro. And that I was like, wow, this still feels yeah. so American. <laughs> yeah. So the blue, like it's all like a cool, soothing moon. version. 
Then you got Van Morrison's Moon Dance. That when they're when they're making the the sexy time in the shower and all that. That's when you hear the Moon Dance. It's a marvelous time or whatever that song goes. Yep, exactly. And then you get Yeah, you got you got Credence. Uh, you got their Bad Moon Rising. The. I don't even know what it's saying. Hot pot, hot peanut, hiney pony. I just hot peanut, pony, hiney pony. And then that's the song that has one of those famous things where, like, for before the internet, people would like think like, does it sound like he's saying that? Because the the one lyric is like, when he's like, don't go around denying. There's a better person. There's the bathroom on the right. Like people were like, that sounds like what he's saying. Did he say there's a bathroom on the right? You know, there's a bathroom, bathroom on, on the right. Almost, <laughs> <laughs> he just, I'll, I'll be playing it when I say it. Like right now, I'll play it, it you know, and you'll hear it. It sounds like. And then you oh, also have butchering, butchering that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, that's my favorite song. How dare you talk about that song like that, right there? Like, right that's there. my that's my song, dog. <laughs> I like that. Eh? Hey, you, hey, hey, hey! Don't talk about my song like that. Eh? <laughs> and then um, you also had a uh, Sam Cooke's uh, no by Sam Cooke uh, another version of Blue Moon. Blue, uh, dude, they did so many versions of that song. Man. There's the upbeat version. There's a downbeat version. Well, at the end, they had the best version. Was a little cool doo wop. The bob at the bob, bang bang bang. Yeah, You gotta take off your clothes. You gotta drink a lot of booze. You gotta take off your clothes. That's pretty good, dude. Yeah, that was. Yeah. Wow. You do that part, I'll do the lyrics. <laughs> yeah, that's it, dude. You know, that's your side gig. Instead of when, when it, you're not dude. doing uh, devotional, we'll I'm be not doing, doing devotional no more. There's nothing. Yeah, no we're gigs, gonna do. Dude. We're this gonna do it. a bunch of doo wop songs. So I'll be yeah. the guy that goes bar 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 bar, and you do yeah. the lyrics. You do the lyrics. <laughs> we'll do that. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. We got Dude, we, we found got, new talent, bro. See, that, we're milking see, it. Hey, dude. We're finding our own talent. That's how we. That's how we save money on our production of a exactly. Mexican Werewolf in London. <laughs> we'll do the soundtrack too, you know. So, exactly. <laughs> and then we'll, what we'll do is that you know what with the two characters. Luna How how we'll Luna do it is we'll, <laughs> so for David and Jack, they're gonna be two cholos. That's what they're gonna be. They're gonna be two cholos. Oh, dude, that'd be awesome. So dude. It'll be it'll be little puppet and Casper. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> They'll be walking through yeah. the foot. They're like, "Hey, dog, you hear that noise? Hey, I don't know what that is. It sounds like a, a dog." Hey, let's do it right now. I'll be like, "Who am I, Casper?" Yeah, you'll who be Casper. I? You're the one that turns oh, into Kasper? the werewolf. I'm your buddy who okay. dies. I'll be little okay. puppet. I'm like, "Hey, Casper, hey, I don't feel comfortable oh, walking through here. This is scary." <laughs> Hey, 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 I told you, I told you, did you smoke that joint back there they gave it to you? You don't have to, you know, if you didn't, then you're going to mess up because you're going to start seeing things. Hey, hey but they, they told us relax. to stay on the road, hey. I don't, I, I don't trust this, man. I'm smelling tacos. I'm just smelling my nose. I'm following my nose. That's one too. Oh, shit. What is that over there? Hey, I can't see, man. You have better eyes than me, dog. I don't need my carrots. 
dude, I don't have my glasses. All I see is I'm just smelling the road ahead. Of you. <laughs> like, let's keep walking, dog. I wait. No, you got me, dog. Help me. Why are you running oh, away? Fuck, it's a chihuahua. <laughs> You're still mad I hooked up with your sister, dog? Oh, hey, come back. <laughs> the narrator comes out. Hey, cabrón, why are you kicking my fucking chihuahua? <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I thought it was a wolf. And then the next day I'm at the hospital. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, Casper, dog, you got to cure yourself, Holmes. Hey, you see me? What happened? <laughs> this isn't Are nice. you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Did you see the nurse who's attending me? I'm not going to kill myself. You kill oh, you yourself. you know, right? You're right, dog. That hyena's pretty hot. Eh? <laughs> She's pretty feeding me. You know She's what? Just, just, just wait a few weeks. <laughs> Be the werewolf, dog. Hook up with her. But then once you're done, you better cure yourself. Because you're my kill. I don't want to kill my... No, man. I want to make babies with her. Have you looked at her? She's pretty fine, eh? Yeah, you know what? <laughs> hey, that's our... You know what? Hey, fuck it, hey. The... Go ahead, kill people, hey. <laughs> that lady's nice, man. <laughs> Hey, I'm not gonna kill people. I might turn to a wolf, but hey, man, I'm a cool. Hey, I'm gonna be the cool Mexican werewolf who eats tacos. Hey, that's me. That's there me. you go, dog. Every time when you're gonna turn to the werewolf, do it right next to the taquero, so that once you turn, you eat the meat, and then that's it. You'll be fine. I'd be fine, eh? Orale. There you go. Un mexicano lobo en Londres. Soundtrack provided by Mr. Freddie Morales and Santos. Me Santos. Baba da baba. There bang, bang, bang. There you go. <laughs> oh my god dude this is what happens when you and i don't get together this yeah, is what happens we're, like, we're just yeah well we're not when we when we've been apart for like what two weeks now right <laughs> oh, oh man god, yeah that that i mean all in all like see this movie what's crazy about it is that it's not hard to follow like that's why like i know we're we're, we're kind of going off and we're laughing joking and stuff but in reality like Everything that we just did happens in the movie. The two guys are walking. Exactly. One gets hey, all right. Let me ask you a question, Freddie. You and I, or uh, your all right, your real. Let's just say your real best friend. You know, you got your legit friend. You guys are walking, and if he gets attacked, are you just gonna bail on him and run? Because that's literally what happens in the movie. Bastard just yeah. takes off running, and he's like, ah, he's eating me alive. Help me! I'm he's killing me, and he's just like running, like fuck this. No, let me tell you something. I thought about that too, and I wouldn't do that to my best friend. I mean, I'd be like, try to like, but if if he's like, and if he tells me, run, Freddy, run, then I'm fucking booking it, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I would he's try. No, this guy was like, oh shit, I'm out of here. Fuck it. He fucking bailed on him, dude. Yeah, I was like, damn, dude, I thought you were my amigo, pendejo. <laughs> Yeah, seriously, like, I was like, you know, it's just one of those, like, yeah, if, if it's, if your friend is telling you to be like, no, go, like, get the hell out of here, save yourself, and you're like, you're saying, all right, I'd run, but like, literally, the moment he gets about, attacked. Let me ask you, how about if you were in his position, what would you do? Knowing that you're, you're done, you're going to be eaten, you're not going to let your other friend just stare at getting eaten. I mean, you're fucking just life. fight, dude. So like, that way they can get the, the insurance. So your family can get the insurance. So you can tell, yeah, yeah I saw him. He got eaten and he needs insurance for the family. <laughs> like it, like how they how they do that scene it's scary though because oh dude it's horrible because you like i they almost do it like jaws because instead of the dun 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 like you just hear the howling 
the howling and they're and all you all they do is the camera like hey it's circling us like what the hell is that yeah, i don't it's know like, just keep like walking, we're watching just... we're, we're feeling see the goddess that visual it's like we're watching that within their eyes like it was us watching what's going on because they're circling around and yeah. the wolves are circling around we, we can't see the wolves yeah, we they don't show us. The all we really get is a bit of the head like attacking him. Right. But right. but that they're just like scared because they realize when they're walking, they're like, oh shit! Like they're but not. Dude, what, what freaked me out with these these wolves were oh, fucking huge. Yeah, I mean, that was, I was, it was like, big. I, I thought I was gonna see one of those wolves from 1950s or the the 30s or whatever. They, one of those old school. No, these guys were like updated wolves with big ass fangs. They were like, oh my god. Well, that's oh. the thing about this movie, you know, especially the transformation, Rick Baker. This is the because of this movie was the first time that they created an award for special effects yeah. at the Oscars. And it was well deserved because that was the thing. What, what I remember from like watching those freaking like old documentary and stuff, like he, he talked about how like he felt that the transformation to a werewolf should be painful that's why yeah. when you're watching it you're seeing because oh. you know his body has to transform so you're seeing bones being shifted like they're almost breaking it's a Dude, painful transformation every scene of that which is cringing i was just like you just sit there and let's say if you're eating popcorn which i'm sure i would have like my hand up and just my mouth my you know just mouth drop seeing that visual of his face just like turning into a wolf where in the, and then the hair and the just whole trans transformation was scary because it was like wow we've never seen anything like that in that detail like that i think yeah. the 80s this version really and then later on you started seeing more movies are like wow this transition stuff really works because it was a long transition it wasn't just like a fast transition it was like from head to toe to everything you know so the, yeah, the, and- the director really wanted you to feel that pain of a hum- seeing a human transform into a wolf in a big screen like that. And I was like, wow. Dude, and it's, it's, it's cool because, like, it's literally instant. Like, it just, boom, like that. Because he's sitting down, and out of nowhere, he just stands up like, oh, my God. Like, and he's yeah. all sweating. He's like, it's burning. And that's why you see him like, getting all uh, naked. And, and it's cool because you see the hand being stretched. And I, I remember they talk about this all the time in, like, the – because – it was all practical effect and uh, so many people, especially like new uh, uh, guys have, who work on like effects and all that, they always look back at this movie at, at like the, you know, not like the grandfather. It was, the te- it effect, was but it's like, a template. It's the template. Yeah. Of- they, they're like, wow. Like, uh, like they always look back at this movie very much of like the old effects from Universal, how they did right. like Frankenstein, like that stuff like that, because totally. it's like, how do we make the hair you know, look like it's oh. growing out. So all they did was literally reverse it. They, he had a contraption that pulled the hair in and, you know, but it was cool. The mouth, how it's just like jaw. I mean, it, it's an amazing yeah. scene. The it's only- engineering. It's engineering in the eighties. And, and come on, think about it. These, these studio guys are like, what? You're going to do what? You're going to spend how much money on what? And then they see it and they're like, oh shoot. Those guys were like, you said, those are the grandfather guys of the effects. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Rick Baker, dude. That guy was like, you know, freaking famous when it comes to like the, you know, the effects like that. Um, like let me, I, I, let me, let me click because I there's always two guys that I know. Like I always get these two guys confused. There's Rick Baker and then there's Stan Winston. So I want to make sure I give I give the correct uh 
credit Prop. to because um, Stan Winston, he, he's also done some amazing stuff. Let's see. What else is this guy for makeup department? You know, uh, let's see. Let's go down. Oh, shit. So, man, he, he has a lot. Like, he's the Grinch, uh, the Wolfman. He did stuff in Men in Black, Planet of the Apes. Um, Get it. The Howling. To go. Oh, hey. Oh, shit. The Funhouse, bro. Wow. Yeah, special makeup design, the Funhouse. By the oh, way, if you haven't seen or heard our Funhouse episode, I advise you to check that movie out. Yeah, check it out. It, I mean, check out the movie too cuz I yeah. I gave it like I've never seen it Freddy's pick and I gave it like a I'm whole glad. five I'm stars, so glad, dude. dude. Five I'm out so of five. Glad. I'm so glad I'm picking the ones and you're enjoying them. Not like going, damn, you haven't given me one that said, damn, Freddy, that's, that's pretty whack. <laughs> yeah, we, I mean, minus mine, the rabbit one. <laughs> but that's a good one. It's a fun, no, enjoyable yeah, one. Yeah, that was, that was, yeah, we needed one of those in there in the mix. But, um, but yeah, an American werewolf in London is very, I mean, I remember growing up and let's say like in every car TV show, you know, the midnight ones, and they would show scenes of all the horror movies, like from The Exorcist, The Omen. This one would be like the one that they would show a cut of the transformation. Like, wow. And that would create new new followers and new fans. They're like, whoa, what was these movies? And that's why these films today are still making a comeback. Yeah. Uh, I mean, look at the poster. The poster is just, it's amazing. You know, like, you know that if you're a, a a good if you're like a follower of horror film from the '80s like me, you can identify these movies by their poster because they only had one poster and that was it, and it went international. This one stood out because the guy is wearing a red jacket. Yeah, yeah, that's what you I know, like. It's, it's so simple, right? Yeah, very simple American, you but know, red it, jacket with a backpack. Let me see. I want to be. I want to be looking at it thoroughly because I mean I know what what it is. Like that's why you just see the two guys and they're just looking back. And in the moon, you see the moon. Yeah, in the in the sky, and and it's yeah. it's, it's. By the way, so they simple, look like brothers. By the way, they look like brothers. I thought it was. I was. I was double taken on the poster because they look like there was like, is it his twin brother? But no, it's just they kind of look alike. Yeah, that's all it is. Is them two walking, looking back, kind of scared, yeah. like worried, and with the moon. That's it. And then I, I love the tagline from the director of Animal House a different kind of animal dot 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 yeah. but what's weird is when you look at the original posters it says an american werewolf in london the monster movie like so when you yeah i i that's that's crazy you know i think because i think they it's like licensing it's i'm pretty sure they went the different 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 licensing releases for america the american version than the london version because you know both companies we work together they work together on that so i'm pretty sure that I don't know, maybe the poster, that's something to look into to see the poster. The American version is different from the European version, you know, the poster. Something they do that, which is cool because then you collect both posters like, hey, I got the USA version. Ah, but I got the, I got the Britain one, eh? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's a a freaking, like with the, like I said, with the poster, it's a, well, I know, I know, you know, Real quick, where it said the monster movie, like I know with the director, he originally the had monster tr- movie because I guess it w- I, what did I see? He said he came up with the idea. He was trying to sell it like in the early, like I mean, late sixties. Um, and obviously, no, I could be wrong about the year, but I know he was having trouble uh, getting it sold. And then obviously, once he did, freaking 
uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken movie. Then he went off and did Animal House. That was a massive hit. And then Blues Brothers, obviously he acquired, you know, the funding to be able to make this movie. But the issue that he was having beforehand was that it was like he was either being told it's too gruesome or there's too much humor. Like it's like and this guy did an early version of the because the, there's a lot of funny bits in this movie not like a massive amount but it's like there is humor in this movie it's not yeah, all that's serious it's, and i like that yeah it's like especially the interaction from the best friend there's yeah. a lot of comedy between both of them you know, i was like you know when he's like oh you're alive and you're dead and they're joking around that he hasn't eaten or he's he's dying and he should you know it's just you know that kind of um fun throwback type of comedy, and then he gets serious yeah. Then it gets kind of interesting where you're like, whoa, you know, the whole transition and his dreams. His dreams are like the weirdest. And it's kind of cool that they capture that on screen. Because now, it's, look, I saw this, I was so young and just, I saw some clips and seeing it now older, I'm like, wow, those are some very expressive, you know, footage that I was watching. You know, it was horror. It was, uh, I don't know, it was a good 80s. And see, that was the beginning of the horror movies in the 80s and then from there from 80 to 84 85 88 you have the best yeah because this was a different decade type of, of films this wasn't like yeah. freddy like mm. a slash like a, a slasher type as this was like no. had more more of a i don't know i like the story a lot there you go yeah like because because it was mixed in with british with culture kind of you know it's british culture so the other films that i was going to say the omen you had an american actor too Gregory, Gregory, no, is, not Gregory. Gregory Peck? No, I don't know. Oh, yeah, yes, I know yes, what you're Gregory about. Peck. Yeah, yes, Gregory Peck, Omen, one and two. Those were amazing films, and they were shot on England with American actors. And those were interesting. I saw those a lot, too. I like to see that mixture of American cinema with British culture and see them kind of work together. Where you, <laughs> and us, like yeah. The Exorcist. Gregory Peck. You know, same yeah, like The Exorcist too. You had this stuck-up actress from Hollywood. She's like, "Oh my god!" And nobody in British gives a fuck about her. You know, she's like, <laughs> you know, it's just like, yeah. come on, you know, it's like. And then her daughter's all fucking crazy because no one pays attention to her, and she's The Exorcist. You know, it's like, yeah, pay attention to your daughter, eh? She's going crazy <laughs> in the room. You didn't notice all that shit. You didn't notice. <laughs> <laughs> crazy you you white people are crazy man damn you got a ghost right next to you you didn't even know they're like no <laughs> i don't see no ghosts they just think they're they're ignoring oh, it just like the stupid town was ignoring the werewolf problem because they could exactly they could have clearly ended this <laughs> they could have stopped it because they they all walked out with shotguns and and killed the werewolf when they originally killed uh jack and then where david got bit right like they shot him why couldn't they they just like ignored it they could have literally said like all right one night let's set some bait let's all have our shotguns and kill this wolf like why didn't they do that instead they're just like everybody stay indoors and let them let let, it, let who cares like i don't know why they didn't decide to try to stop the wolf problem it's weird What's going on? There's some crazy. There's some werewolves out of my apartment. I, know, I, mean, right I was hearing now. noise in, in your area. I was, area like, rah, rah, rah. I was <laughs> like, "Oh shit, they're after me now. They're here, oh, L.A. wolves." And then th there's another issue I had with the film. So when David first turns into the wolf, right? When he turns into right. the werewolf, he's in the apartment. Windows are closed. The doors are closed. 
how does he get out of the house? Like, there's no broken windows. There's no broken doors. I mean, it's still cool to like, you know, because he went out and killed six people. Uh, I know. I know. He came back in like nothing happened. Yeah. Uh, it's like, but there is no, maybe, no, how would he, what, maybe, it, maybe, maybe, maybe he became human when he opened the door. He's like, hold on, dude, let me become human. I got to open this fucking door. Hold on. Yeah. And then, and like, then the director was like, can I throw it in there? No, no, dude, I, I can't give you another uh, hundred million. I can't for that scene. Like, like, no one's gonna ask it. questions. Don't worry about it. No gonna, it's, just that's fucking, like a just, huge plot hole. As to I want to see him naked. The guy's like, I want to see him naked already. Just have him naked in the streets already. I want to see him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you 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 do see some. You do see some nudity. A lot of nudity in that. But yeah, I'm a lot of about, nalgas. Like, a lot of white nalgas in there. Nalgas, you know? it, uh, yeah. <laughs> and tornillo hanging around. It's like oh. <laughs> I like how they make that joke. The nurse, she's like, "Oh, you could tell he's Jewish." Like I was like, "Damn, that nurse is a pervert." She was all I like, "Cochina, she's like, I, she's like, oh, I look, I look, yeah, dude." I mean, even I the look, other nurse got I, all turned on by him and like, I know. She's like, "It's an Americano, it's an American." Oh, it's pretty good. They're like, "Oh, you know, he's 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 nice, he's sexy." <laughs> he's, pretty good. he's a he's a wolf. Oh my goodness, I can't believe I saw a real wolf. Two of them. Yeah, and I like I, I like the whole little subplot of that movie where the doctor goes out to investigate because he he like at first he doesn't believe David because like when like when he, David first wakes up and everything and the doctor comes and he's visited. by the way by the, by the way great actor dude he's a great actor yeah he's that still guy around. Still that guy was he's great really like and and yeah. he's just like talking to david and doesn't want to believe it and i like like there's there's this part where a guy comes i think he's from like the embassy and 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 david freaks the hell out like what's going on and they're trying to give him like and that guy and it, it's funny because like when i notice that guy he starts talking like he's like um mr david you gotta be careful no you you must understand and his voice like i was like the hell why is he talking <laughs> like that and then my girlfriend's like man he sounds like a muppet the moment she said that i was like wait a minute he looks familiar and then yeah when i looked it up that's frank oz frank oz is oh, oh my, my son God. that guy does the voice of fozzy bear miss piggy oh, wow. sam eagle animal he does a lot of voices he does yoda you know he he's oh he, my god yeah what he's also treasure. a director yeah so i was like no wonder i'm like that's freaking i'm all that he's the one of the muppets but what's funny is that when he's like trying to calm like he's right there calming him down he's like you know mr you know oh, i forget his last name but he's like david Duterberg. the moment he walks out the doctor he talks to him he's like he's like these fucking americans what the hell's wrong with them and he leaves us like what happened to the voice he's like a dick now like what <laughs> It's oh like, all right, God. you know, but yeah, like, like I said, this movie's not hard to follow because it's like, there's these little bit parts and it's literally like, here's the summary of the film. Two guys backpacking, go into a strange town. They have, they're obviously a warning. Tell them to leave, get attacked by a wolf. One dies, others alive. While he's in the hospital, he's visited by his buddy who's telling him, Hey, you need to kill yourself. You're going to turn into a wolf has nightmares. Uh, the nurse falls for him. The police are like, it was a killer guy. You know, there was no wolf, whatever creature you're whatever. And then that's it. And there's then the a, doctor, a mass murderer. Yeah. And the doctor uh, doesn't believe him, but then he investigates and finds out something's wrong. Falls in love with the nurse, lives with her, turns into a wolf, kills a bunch of people. He realizes that they try to get him, turns into a wolf, kills more and the movie. It's like, yeah, not a lot. that's it. <laughs> yeah. And that's the way it ends. He dies. 
and it just like ends like it just boom there's nothing that's it you're like damn man i I, i'm halfway my popcorn what happened yeah here let me let me read you this if you get a large if you get a large by the way if you get a large if you got a medium forget it you're you you finish the popcorn but if you get a large (laughs) you're halfway done i've done them several times yeah let me (laughs) let me read you this fan theory all right let me me read you this fan theory there is a fan theory in which people think david doesn't actually physically change into a werewolf Instead, what they are seeing is what he thinks he looks like. This is supported by the fact that when the first werewolf attacks David and was shot dead, no transformation transformation back to a human was shown. In the case of David, no transformation back to a human after he's shot dead by the police is seen. And even though Alex witnesses him getting killed, she doesn't display a shocked expression at seeing him revert to human form. It may be assumed, therefore, the movie is a metaphorical representation of losing his sanity after witnessing Jack get killed. Oh, but interesting. As much as a fan theory that is, like, I, I want, I, I'm, I'm not going to believe that. He turned into a wolf, killed a bunch of people, and turned back. Exactly. That was it. Yeah. That's it. That was, what, that was what, the, what was your favorite scene in this whole movie? Oh my god, so many. What was it my favorite scene? My favorite violent scene? Or whatever, uh, whatever. I mean, if you want me to go first, I'll I'll go. You go first. Okay. I love the subway tunnel scene when he's first okay. going out killing everybody because right. it just comes off scary. It's empty, it's late at night, there's no one else around. And I just, just got a flashback out of those scenes that you just mentioned because he's walking down the subway and the subway is white and all you see is this, the head of the werewolf. Yeah, right? well, like, like sh- by shot, right? Well, there's one shot where you actually see the wolf because he's trying to run up the escalator and he falls because he's tired from running and he turns around and it's a it's a shot from up the camera shooting down from the top of the escalator. The guy is on it kind of going up slowly and you see it kind of come into frame. But before that, you don't see it. You just get the, the point of view of the wolf and him looking at something, running scared. But I like that part because there's like nothing, there's no one else and he's just trying to get away. It's an empty tunnel and it's just like, I, I thought that scene was great. You know, um, that, that's, that was one of my, my favorite scenes of the movie. Um, and then also too, towards the end when he's running around in like Piccadilly Circus, like, and everyone's freaking out and like, it's causing a bunch of people into car accidents and getting killed. Like that, that was cool. But the wolf design was amazing. I mean, all in all, this movie yeah. is a great film. Yeah. My scene is that one scene you're talking about where he's out. And could you get to see, that's what I'm saying. You get to see London. Like I'm always been fascinated by great Britain and I get to see like, wow. And this guy's there eating people, you know, it's like a, wolf. Yeah. and you get to see all those landmarks, you know, the whole British kind of, london look and all that exactly so I, I like it to see that and like i said i've always been i've always been interested by british horror films like when i would watch elvira elvira would license a lot of those films or a lot of them were british or they're yeah like, you know they were like uh so it's like it was cool to see that american mixture of a horror film and to this day this movie still rocks bro you can oh hell show yeah it and be like it's a hall. That's why we added it to the collection over Halloween month. Yeah, it's not. Sc- it's. I mean, not scary. It, it, it's no. still scary. What I meant to say. Yeah, it is. Like it has jump scares. Like <clears throat> it's not boring either. It's entertaining. The soundtrack is great. It's a good movie. Yeah, it's great. You got to have it in your collection. Every 
everyone who likes horror films, especially right now, since we can't go anywhere and you want to entertain your family, depending on age. I mean, there is some sexual yeah, because the, yeah. violent stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't so, know if you I know, could watch I would this say, with I, my parents. You know what? I saw the TV version with my parents. Yeah, you know? I, same here. Same here. That's true. And then when I saw it, yeah, I saw that version with my parents. But but like I said, this is a movie, not a family movie, but, you know, in your teens and all that, whatever. You know, how, I don't know how today is. Yeah. Today. It's like, I, mean, I don't know. What are the rules? Hey, 13, 12, 14, 21, 45? What, 50? Oh, shit. I don't even know. So watch it. It's a great movie. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, yeah, but and, it's a cool movie. And you get some... some it's pretty genuine, good. It's pretty some, good. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a good movie. It, there, you get some genuine scares. At, at the part where, you know, the scene where they're trying to close down the porno theater. Well, yeah. a lot a lot of those people there are are genuinely uh terrified. Why? Because all the people gathered around the porno theater at the end really thought there was a wild animal inside the theater. John Landis didn't tell any of them that it was fake to get the right reaction out of everyone. Nice. But when it burst out of the theater, some of the screams were genuine. So and it, oh, that's good because great. you got some, so some, awesome. some real, you know, uh, scares in that. See, that's what's so cool about these classic horror films. When yeah. you hear stuff like that, the old school way of how to create a movie that, I mean, to this day, as I'm saying, not a lot of, it's hard to make a horror film like last like this one. You know, some of them, you, you watch them once and that's it. This one you can watch over and over, you know, and, and just the way it's, it's just classic filmmaking from the eighties from these giant yeah. directors. Don't watch the, the, the stupid ass, uh, sequel i guess an american werewolf in paris that's garbage uh, and and the the number one reason why it's garbage is they decided <laughs> to go with cgi instead of practical uh, just like this movie because that's it. the thing unlike you know there are some movies where you watch and you're like man that just looks so bad it looks so fake this movie still holds up with the practical effects and yeah, that they werewolf use, use it like jaws like you said they use like these mechanical werewolves you know like you know. Yeah, just you know, actually, you know what? There is on YouTube. I think I saw a video edit the making of this movie, and you see all of that stuff. Mechanical. There's a guy like holding the 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 head of the wolf. It's just crazy the way they did it back. Yeah, then. you could find a lot of production photos of of this movie, the making of, and it it look it looks really good. Like that's why. So for for us, like we highly say if you've never seen American Werewolf in London, honestly check it out it's a great film um there's humor in it it's the storyline yeah the I, I would i would say for for sure uh give this movie a shot it's a good halloween movie like by the time you listen to this episode hopefully you know if you if you're looking for something to watch on halloween day because there's a lot of areas where you cannot go out there is no halloween haunts no trick-or-treating so you want to stay Dude, in by the way this is a movie yes, to watch stay in exactly exactly because my show got canceled this past weekend too yeah i saw that you had the we were we were gonna talk about no more halloweens week, no more tricky trickies no more tricky that's everything dude they had this like cool show where it was like all these like cool like from like i i i took pictures of it and it was like beetlejuice and like all this really? stuff like like yeah. monsters jason freddy and it got closed down they stopped selling the oh, tickets wow. because Damn. of covid exactly it shows up yeah so the months yeah so, so it's, the, yeah the monster got us 
it's the COVID monster who ruined Halloween for us, but we can still give you entertainment from our horror films here at 88 miles per hour. So for us, check it out. This movie, American Werewolf in London, Freddy's mm-hmm. Pig, uh, five stars or 10 stars, yes. however you want to rate it. Check 10 stars, it Orale, yes. It's a good movie. And, yes. and, and, and maybe 2021, you could go check out, you know, Two Cholos and <laughs> Werewolves in yes, London. Yes, it's coming out, dude. We're working on it. Yeah, also, I'm going to try to make a fake post that says <laughs> Cholo Werewolf hey. in London. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so check it out. Soundtrack done by Freddie and Santos. All right, it's man. coming out, man. Okay. Well, it is Halloween. time for Song of the Week. I'm going to give you another Song yes. of the Week. Uh, oh. This Song of the Week was... Uh, uh, inspired by one of uh, our friends' podcasts, they recently did um, uh, "Ruining Our Childhood." Did an episode of freaking um, "I Know What You Did Last Summer," and in the very beginning of that movie, it reminded me of two things: uh, one of my friends and the time I saw the movie. Because in the very beginning of the movie, they play a certain song, and it's a song by the band called Typo Negative. And the song that they do is actually a cover by Seals and Croft, and it's the song called Summer Breeze. So right in the beginning of the movie, you start hearing the, you know, the guitar and, and going off, you know, dun, dun, dun. and I remember seeing that movie in the theater and my buddy turning, because this guy was all in the music and everything. And he'd be like, hey, he's like, you hear that song? That's, that's a band called Typo Negative, man. That's pretty badass. I'm like, yeah, yeah. But there was a lot of good shit on this album that I enjoyed. Uh, but I wanted to pick, because I didn't know which one to pick from you from this album. So I decided, you know what? I'm going to give you Summer Breeze, because I felt like, I'm like, I really love that song. So that's the thing. This album was released in August 17, 1993. Uh, like I said, that song was featured in a horror movie. Uh, I, I Know What You Did Last Summer. So that's going to be my pick this week is the song Summer Breeze by Typo Negative. All right. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Well, before we go, we have one pick, my pick coming up, the right before Halloween, because Halloween is on Saturday, the 31st. Damn. Can you I believe know. it? What a waste of a Saturday, dude. It's, it's Saturday. We're going to be indoors. Yeah. Oh. So, so what we're going to be providing them some entertainment, right? That's we'll right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So my pick is the pick, the movie that I have not seen since I was in fifth grade. The ver, movie ver, that Let's gave see. me, Let me see. basically insomnia that me terrified see. me so much that <laughs> gave me a huge fear. Like maybe oh for other people, they probably love this movie. I know my girlfriend actually has the DVD. But for me, this movie scared the shit out of me. And I'll get into more detail next week when we record our episode. But I know this movie just terrified the hell out of me. And my pick is Return of the Living Dead Part 2. That's the movie that they were going to be doing to end our whole Halloween series. That movie, I'm, this is the first time I'm watching it since fifth grade. And yeah, and when I, this is, it's going to be our zombie filled episode. Oh, right. And I'll a tell, good one. Yeah. And what I'll, a great show. What a and great. I'll tell you why I'm scared. Uh, or, I mean, I enjoy zombies now, but I'm going to tell you, yeah, why You're I don't scared? watch horror movies. Yeah, I was scared. Trust me. But don't, we'll get into more details and, you know, maybe Freddie can share some, uh, any paranormal stories that mean oh yeah i got have. plenty so, i got so, a lot of scary stories for juice there you go so we're gonna have our full-on halloween episode our true episode yeah. so that you know next week but 
with this episode for now it's american werewolf in london all right freddie well any any last words or plugs before we go have a great halloween be safe be patient love each other and until the next podcast <laughs> there you go and there's man. nothing nothing happening just love each other yeah and make sure to follow us head over to our instagram yeah. mph podcast check out freddie's page it's a uh, Freddie Mor, there's like an underscore or something in there, right? I don't know. Like Freddie Morales on Facebook, you'll find you see my my plastic face. Oh, oh yeah, face. Facebook, of course. Just put yeah. Freddie Morales, but like and on Instagram, Instagram, Freddie Morales, you'll see my plastic. If you go face. to our page, you'll see posts there. You know, so <laughs> exactly. you can check us out, brothersbearnetwork.com for all your podcast needs and stuff. So yeah, check us out. Oh, and uh, I haven't brought it up since then. Our shirt was taken down. NBC Universal said nope. So yeah, um, yeah, they they took down our shirt. They said no, man. So, so the shirt I got, you you are one of the few people that have that shirt. Serious? Yeah, oh yeah, my, I because, wore it in Mexico. I was gonna wear it, but I wore it in Mexico because I wanted to show off. They're like, hey, que es eso? Eighty miles per hour. Es un show. Es un show. <laughs> but see, hey, we got some, some, podcast. some downloads in Mexico, so that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, no, dude. All right, it tells me how many people have have bought the shirt. And right before they took it down, aside from us, there's eight other people who bought the shirt. I don't Dude, know who those are the eight feds are. Gonna, are the feds going to come after us? The FBI going to come? I after? don't know. Oh <laughs> my god! It's going to be Universal Back to the Future. I don't oh, know. Oh shoot! Come. Yeah, but no, yeah. They're going to. Hey, you're wearing a. You cannot wear that shirt, eh? You don't have the copyrights. Uh, I know. <laughs> so yeah so if you know we're, we'll try to design something new for you guys because wow, we would love for our fans to be able to get our shirt to have our shirt out there uh, i know all these other podcasts that they have their own shirts so we need to get our design out there so we'll we'll get something soon hopefully Do you have one yourself what? one of those shirts yeah I, I got myself i got wow. myself one too so those that's gonna what be, i'm saying those are going to be classic bro yeah, exactly. And I'm telling you, there's eight other people out there who bought the goddamn shirt. So wow. If you, that's why I said, I'm a, if you're listening and you bought our shirt, man, don't be shy. Take Where a picture, it? send it to us, either e Gmail at 88 miles per hour podcast or yes. on Twitter. Yeah. Um, you can find us. Just put 88 miles per hour podcast or brothersbearnetwork.com and and get a hold of us send us a picture of, a, of you in the shirt because i can clearly see right before it got taken down eight people bought the shirt wow so, that's wow you know and you're lucky the only one the lucky eight all right there you have it ladies and gentlemen well it, it's been great you know we've been uh traveling backpacking in over there in london you know london but, oh yeah bloody bastards you. sadly i was murdered and freddie had got transformed into a wolf and he went out there and started killing a bunch of people but after transforming back to human and getting killed i think it's time that he his ghost hops into that delorean and travels back to the future vamonos
This has been a Brothers Bear Network production.